0: hello everybody and welcome back to the inside the multiverse podcast i am your girl your host your homie crown breezy today's podcast is the the first of many today's is the first episode of loki the disney plus tv series for the marvel cinematic universe it's a lot to cover i'm excited This is one of the three shows that will be connected to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, along with WandaVision and Loki. I am thoroughly excited to get started with this particular show. There's a lot happening in this show, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, so we're going to start with episode one of Loki. The name of the episode is called Glorious Purpose. Beginning of the episode, we get basically a replay of what happened in Avengers Endgame where we get this whole scene playing out of Cap leaving to go uh, coordinate search and rescue. And they're basically about to transport Loki to Asgard for committing his crimes. Now, again, we get the whole sequence of everything going down with Hope hitting uh, Tony and basically knocking the Tesseract over to Loki where he eventually picks it up and it es- escapes with the tesseract fast forward through the intro love the intro music for this show, by the way. Uh, then we get Loki landing in the Gobi desert in Mongolia, I believe is where it is, where he eventually is met by who we will later come to know uh, later on in the show, come to know, her as Hunter B-15 and the Minutemen. Basically, we learned the term of a variant who, uh, they don't have a place in the timeline, and they're an alternate version of the main person of the main timeline. So basically, Hunter B-15 gives him a chance to be arrested, put in handcuffs, and taken to the time variance authority also known as the TVA but Loki is like low he's just Loki and it's like I ain't got time for this I've had enough of these idiots in armored suits telling me what to do he gets popped and it makes him go in slow motion but he feels all the pain in real time I hollered because I was like Loki I don't know if he was ready for this conversation then we get to What is known as the TVA or the Time Variance Authority, where he tries to escape multiple times to no avail because of this machine who is able to basically bring back the person that they have this collar on where they're able to loop them back to where they're supposed to be. Uh, Hunter B fifteen gets him checked in, and and Hunter B fifteen tells Casey, who's working at the front desk, tells him to, tells him to take the Tesseract and log it for evidence. <coughs> so we go through this whole process of Loki getting checked in. He meets this dude who basically is the person that every word that you have ever said. In the beginning from the beginning of time to whenever you get to the TVA, he basically wanted him to sign for it every time he would say something, a paper would print off, and I thought that was the most hilarious thing. And then, of course, uh, <clears throat> he eventually gets into the main lobby of the TVA, and this is where we meet Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes is kind of like a <sighs> Hologram, if you want to if you want to put it that way. Basically, she's one of the workers for the TVA. She gives this brief rundown of what the TVA is all about, how they are the keepers of uh, the main timeline, making sure that the main timeline stays intact, and if anything goes wrong, they send out the Minutemen to reset that part of the t- branched timeline because if it ever gets to a certain point, that these branches could branch off into other branches and cause another multiversal war. Keep all of that information in mind for when we get later on in these episodes. This is the very first episode of introduction to everybody and everything. Well, not everybody, but majority of the main players in this particular show that I am excited to even get into. Then after this whole introduction video is done of course loki being who he is doesn't really necessarily believe that there uh there is a tva or that there's this thing called the sacred timeline or even in the timekeepers who again when we get into the different characters how what role they play in the tva and how they protect the sacred timeline You'll st- we'll start to realize, hey, maybe this, this is a lot to f- accomplish within a certain period of time. So we get to uh, a place in the timeline is 1549 Pro- Province, France, where we meet who we come to later know as Agent Mobius M. Mobius, played by Owen Wilson. Who did a phenomenal job as Mobius and there were times where I hated Mobius but then there were times I loved Mobius because he could get a lot of stuff out of Loki that nobody else really could where he is tracking this this particular variant uh, trying to see where in the timeline that they, they actually need to be and he meets this kid and tries to get this information out of out of them and he got a little bit of information but not not too much. We'll get more into that as, as the shows progress. Pause right there. We are going to get into, cause this next, this next set of stuff is the reason why I'm going to uh, get into this and explain what is actually happening versus what is supposed to happen. Now, if you ever take the time and go back and watch all of the MCU movies in chronological order, starting with, no, well, not starting with, but in particular with the Avengers. The Avengers is set in 2012. Everything that is transpired in that movie has happened, particularly with Loki. Now, this version of Loki is from 2012. This is not the same Loki we know from Avengers Infinity War, Thor Dark World, Avengers Infinity War, up until that point. This is a different version of Loki. So anything that has happened post-Avengers has not happened to this particular Loki. Keep all of this in mind once I get to a particular spot in this episode. (laughs) Reason being that the Loki that escaped with the Tesseract does has not experienced anything post-Thor Thor Dark World to post-Avengers Infinity War. Whew. So, like I said, keep that in mind when we get into the chunk of the episode where Mobius is trying to get to the root of who Loki really is. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Okay. So we get to a spot in the episode where we meet Judge Ravona Renslayer. I know she's gonna come up a thousand more times in this particular phase of the MCU. <laughs> As she And she's the one that basically is trying to get Loki to be like, okay, so are you guilty or are you not guilty for uh, crimes against the sacred timeline? And Loki tries to use his powers. One thing that is mentioned, magic cannot be used inside the TVA. The TVA is actually more powerful than any being that comes inside the structure. Also, Time moves differently within the TVA than anywhere else. Keep those two main things in mind as well. So, again, we meet Judge Ravonna Renslayer. She basically, at the end, is like, you know what? The, what, the, what the Avengers did was supposed to happen. You escaping with the Tesseract was not. So, uh, I hereby say that you're guilty and that you are sentenced to be reset cuz this version of loki does not have a place on the timeline so technically he is a variant. He he doesn't have a place in within the main stream of the timeline so they're they're having to reset him to be able to put him back in the main timeline. Okay, so and uh, when Mobius comes back from uh France within the timeline somewhere in 1549 didn't know that existed until I watched the show. Um he gets the opportunity he basically convinces Ravona that he wants to dig deeper. He wants to find out what makes Loki tick. What makes Loki Loki. So they get into this room with a projector basically going through what he was doing while a part of the main timeline ranging from everything with the Avengers, everything post Thor Dark World, and eventually, when I get later into the episode, he eventually sees his death. It's a lot in this episode that's happened, and I'm excited to see what happens with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Woo! So... Mobius begins asking Loki various questions, trying to figure out They tried to get him to answer the questions as honestly and as openly as he can. But of course, Loki being Loki, he becomes very defensive, very guarded, and it's like, ah, I don't want to answer that because you're a liar and you're going to make me say something that I know I don't feel, which I think that was Mobius' whole point. The first part of the story, of course, again, is with the Avengers where Loki comes to Earth and he wants to rule Earth and take over Earth and try to rule the people that people that live there. Not a not a solid plan. Of course, later on in the movie, he ends up killing Phil Coulson and they come together to form the Avengers and to avenge Coulson's death and eventually defeat Loki. Mobius brings up the point that for someone who wants to rule, he sure does lose a lot. And Loki does lose a lot. But I don't know if that was the smartest idea to tell Loki that he loses a lot because Loki has, has it in his mind that he wants to take over everything and anything possible. That's all well and good, but you need to start winning some stuff. And uh, what had me laughing is when Mobius called it a sampling of Loki's greatest hits. Then, with some bad hits, because Loki, Loki wasn't winning too much, then we get his time as the infamous D.B. Cooper, where he's, he's basically on the plane and he gives a note to one of the stewardesses and says, I have a bomb to which, of course, whenever you make a threat, uh, say something like that, they have to land the plane immediately to check and make sure we come to find out that this is when Loki was not real young, but young, and he had lost a bet to Thor so that was probably one of the more stupid moments that Loki had before becoming who we all know him to be Uh, Loki does ask Mobius, why didn't the TVA step in and reset that timeline? To which Mobius is like, we were there the whole time. It wasn't against TVA's policy. And Loki's like, well, oh, that got the TVA seal of approval. It's like, well, we don't look at it as approval or disapproval. We just look at it as being straightforward. To which I was like, bull-ish! Bulls shook a honey iced tea. Whew, let's see. Because this is a lot, y'all. It's a lot. I mean, a lot. We then get into Loki seeing what would have happened if he was still in the timeline. So, post-Avengers, we get Loki. Of course, if any of y'all have seen Thor The Dark World, Loki is basically transported back to Asgard and put into a prison where he would have to face face up for his crimes. Basically eventually down the line, we get a greeting between him and his mother. And then Loki does on the projector. He does see that he has somebody go and kill her. Instead of sending them to Thor, he sends them to go and kill his mother. The dark. This is after the Dark Elves have, have attacked and tried to take over Asgard. And then having the Dark Elves basically go and kill his mother. So as Loki sees this, this version of Loki. Because again, this particular version of Loki has not experienced any bit of this. So he's like, where is she? What do you have her? Because this is a lie. I didn't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Mobius basically tells him, hey, this is what your set path is on the timeline. It happens again and again and again because this is what is supposed to happen. And basically everything that happens with Loki in turn, of course, brought the Avengers together uh, this actually changed the dynamic between Loki and Thor, and it a lot of things came together due to Loki's actions within the Avengers and Thor, and eventually get into Avengers of Infinity War in game. All that. <laughs> all right. So Jesus, I'm tired. I need some water. Because, like I said, this is a lot, y'all. Like, it takes, it, all of this, like I said, with Loki, WandaVision, and What If, all of this ties into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, if I sound like I'm rambling, I'm really not. I'm trying to get through each, like, main point of each episode so y'all will get, like, get enough to be like, oh, Okay. That happened because of this. That happened because of that. So y'all be, have a better understanding of what's going on within. a Basically a brief synopsis of what it has happened within the MCU. I might do a separate podcast. Specifically breaking down the MCU to this point. Alright, so Loki then, later on Loki ends up taking the time loop. Remote to get himself out of the room to eventually go and find the Tesseract to try to get out of the TVA. He sees Casey, he goes and t- talks to Casey. He uh tells Casey that if he doesn't get him the tesseract, that he don't gut him like a fish. And Casey's like, What is the fish? And then Loki is like, Why do you why don't you know what a fish is? It's like I've been here all my life, I don't know what it is. I said, Jesus, Lord, have mercy. And then we come to find out that the infinity, St- the they have a whole bunch of infinity stones because apparently people have tried tried to do this before. They have the infin- all of the infinity stones plus the tesseract. None of those work within the TVA, and they are practically useless. Like if you try to use the Tesseract or any of the Infinity Stones to leave the TVA, it's not gonna work. Again, once we get into the later episodes, especially episode six, because a lot of it makes sense. Once we get to episode six, we'll it'll tie all together. Again, magic doesn't work within the TVA. So, thusly the infinity stones don't work the tesseract don't work loki's powers don't work and it's just it just don't work it's a lot y'all a lot and later on loki comes to the realization that it's not ju- it's not the people who he tries to take tries to rule and and take over it's, I think he craves wanting the attention. Because, again, if you go back and read the story of Loki, Loki has always been in the shadow of his, his adopted brother, Thor, because they're not blood-related at all. They're not blood-related. They're adopted brothers. They're not blood-related. But, again, when you're kind of the little brother, when you're the little brother, you're always in your big brother's shadow. I think that really shaped who Loki would eventually become. And Loki came to that realization and he was just like, I don't know. But then before the, before he came to that realization, he went back into the room. There was this whole exchange between him and Hunter B-15 where he eventually got the, 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 uh, the collar off and put it on her. And was just messing with her and, and just went and was messing with her. But then we get a scene with Loki where he at the point where it, uh, Mobius had stopped it was after his mother had killed, gotten killed. He went and watched the rest of it um, and eventually saw his death to which he then realized was like, OK, this is where I'm supposed. This is crazy, but it's not that far fetched. All right. So, the last bit of this episode, we basically, again, going back to Loki, watching the footage where he hears from his father that uh, telling him and Thor basically how much he loves them and that no matter what, the two of them are considered family and that they're home. Then, of course, we get a snippet from Thor telling Loki how much he adored him, looked up to him, how much they he wanted to fight side by side by with Loki and how much he loved him. All of this comes from Thor Ragnarok. Again, once y'all uh, have the chance, go to Disney Plus and watch all of the Mar- Marvel movies in order, in chronological order, so everything makes sense. Uh, once you get to Thor Ragnarok, y'all will see all of that. Alright, so back at the TVA, um, Mobius ends up telling Loki that they are chasing a fugitive variant that has been killing the Minutemen in each in various parts of the timeline. So, Loki's like, well, and then you, so you need the God of Mischief to basically come help you captured this person and then mobius tells him the variant that we're chasing is you meaning loki loki's like huh what so and then we jump to another part of the scene where they are in a particular part of the timeline this is 1858 in oklahoma where some of the men are investigating what it what's been going on trying to see what's been happening in this particular branched off part from the timeline. They were going to basically reset when one of the minute men sees this mystery person with a hood. Cause you can clearly tell from the silhouette that it's a hood a person in a hood, but they don't know who it is. So as they try to go investigate the, the mystery person is holding up a lantern, drops it. And it basically sets the whole, uh, area on fire killing all of the Minutemen. This mystery person is also, we come to find out, collecting reset charges, charges. Now, again, we'll find out who this mystery person is later on in the other episodes, but for right now, we don't know who it is. Well, I know who it is because I've seen all the episodes. um And it's going to be a hell of a way to get introduced to variants. So, with that being said, that, my friends, is the end of the first episode of Loki, Episode 1, Glorious Purpose. Up next is Episode 2. And I believe that the name of this episode is called the variant the name of this episode the name of the second episode is called the variant this will be episode 2 of the series and then episode 3 is Lamentis. episode 4 is the next event and then of course we'll get more deeper into all of those episodes later alright so if you have not followed me on any of my socials please do so at crown breezy on instagram at miss breezy reigns on twitter Hit your girl up, listen, stay tuned because a lot of these episodes will be popping up very shortly. And I can't wait to get into these episodes and talk, talk, talk all of this through with y'all to get y'all to see what's been happening within this show. Because there is a lot that is going on in this show. Again, if you're not following me on any of my socials, please do so at Crown Breezy on instagram at miss breezy rains on twitter and if you want to come hang out with your girl over on twitch please do so it is twitch.tv slash crown breezy stream monday wednesday fridays 5 p.m central standard time please come hang out come get your girl a follow come check me out until then i will see you guys next time this is inside the multiverse